0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the 5 Minutes Podcast. At this time of the year, usually first podcast of 2020, it's the time that you are reviewing your projects for the upcoming year. You are closing the projects from the previous year. And this made me to remember a book that I read, I would say maybe seven, eight years ago, called Kill That Company from Lisa Baudel. And this book is all about simplifying things and how it's hard to transform. So what we discussed and we can see on that book is that why it's so hard to simplify things. Why it's so hard to decide about killing a project. Please, I don't want you to feel that the word kill has just a negative connotation, but I'm talking kill means the killing involves something that is a tough decision. A tough challenge to handle because the kill is always associated with something that is not positive, that is traumatic and negative. And this, of course, is the environment because no one started a project thinking that at some point they will have to cancel it or kill the project. So let's talk about that. And I decided to record this podcast and the podcast of next week just to talk about this. So this week, I will discuss a little bit more about why it's so hard to kill a project. Why it's so hard. Why many times we're in the middle of a project and say, why have we started? Why did we start? Because it's so traumatic, the process. And then next week, I want to discuss how to kill. So I will share with you a little bit of my own experience. And If you have to take something like a bold decision. How do you do that? So going back on why it's so hard to kill a project. So I can tell you four clear reasons for that. And you will be a little bit surprised because many times we talk about, oh, we are talking about money, we are talking about technology. No, most of the time it becomes so hard to kill a project because of our individual preferences. All the reasoning, motivation and feelings around killing a project first one is ego ego is a really really a dramatic thing because people start when the project start you get so engaged so in love so passionate about that that your ego makes you blind to see that the benefit does not exist or will never exist So your ego is one of the biggest challenges for you to decide on killing, for example, your own project. So this ego, it's something that makes a very big contribution for people just to sit on their current status. And this drives me to the second point and keep inertia. And what is inertia? Inertia, if you go to the first Newton's law, you will see that. Inertia means, if you have a body that is moving, it tends to continue moving. If the body is not moving, it will not start moving by itself. So this is a basic inertia. So what happens that you are doing a project, you start getting used to that, you start getting passionate about that. So what happens you don't want to stop the project because stop the project is going against the traditional inertia. Because it's a a changing environment and people don't like change very much. The third one is about sunk cost. I spoke many times in many podcasts about sunk cost. What is a sunk cost? The sunk cost is the amount of money or effort of energy you already spent. So what happens is this amount of money should never be part of the decision to continue or not. I love, and I said many times, there is a quote from Elianu Goldrat that is one of my favorite quotes. He said that the first thing you need to do when you are inside a hole is to stop digging. What do I mean by that? It's something like, oh, we already spent one million dollars in this project, so let's spend one more, and then you say, no, God, now I spend two million, so let's spend two more, and at the end you just create a bigger and a bigger problem. So one of the key things is that if you notice you are on the wrong way, please stop as fast as you can to avoid the perception of the sunk costs. And the fourth one that is for me one of the most clear ones and one of the most challenging to solve is the fear. Why we are so afraid of killing a project? Because people fear the failure. Killing is always connect to something that you didn't want. Because, of course, if you knew upfront that the project was a bad decision, then I need to ask you, why did you do that? Right? It doesn't make any sense. So fear, fear of losing the job, fear of having, I would say, that stigma of all oh, that group, that group, they were the ones that failed. So you will see that next week I will talk a lot about culture because one of the best ways to create an environment where you can kill projects that are not reasonable is to create a cultural environment and a psychological safety for people to work. So fear because you feel the failure. Look, we are not good dealing with failure. None of us. So remember that motto that a lot of people say about sports that, oh, the most important thing in an Olympic game is to compete, is not to win. Uh, We all know that this is not true. This is not true. We were raised to win. We were not raised to compete. So when we compete and lose, we don't feel happy you know you don't feel happy oh god i was trying to be the champion of this volleyball tournament and then i lost but i'm very happy it's not common so nobody that is engaged with a project that is a failure wants to be part of it and this is why most of the time people try to drag that forever until he or she finds a new job and moves on so when the project collapses Nobody's there to witness the failure. So these are the basic four challenges that make killing a project such a hard work. Next week, I want to talk to you about how do you handle this? How do you work and create an environment where killing bad ideas or killing complexity is taken in a serious and at the same time positive way? And this is what we'll discuss in the second part of this podcast called Kill That Project. So I hope you enjoy the podcast and see you next week with another 5-minute podcast. Take care.